This podcast was produced by Sean Weston Media. From a dimly lit cupboard somewhere in England, two people chat about communications. Sometimes they chat about other things. Welcome to From the Comms Cupboard. I can hear you rustling paper. Uh, do you have? Are you fully noted up for this episode? Oh, I was just looking see what was on TV later. Well, it was a nice walk today, anyway. Mm. We're up at something called the Cloud, which is a big hill in Cheshire. Mm. On the border with Staffordshire. Mm. Very beautiful. Very beautiful. A lot of people up there. And, and sometimes, while we were mindful of the social distancing... Um, it, it sometimes got narrow, didn't it? It did. It Move did. aside. That's what happens when you're on small paths, I suppose. I think most people are respectful of the uh, the concept of social distancing. Yeah, I agree. What do you think about returning to the office following um, just such a pandemic? <laughs> it's not like... It doesn't fill me with excitement, that's for sure. <laughs> Returning to an office. Mm. Do you think uh, it fills most people with excitement? No, I think most people... Well, I'm making most people me right now, but I think a lot of people will be quite... have probably quite enjoyed the work-from-home experience. More people than maybe would have thought they would. And so returning, um, certainly if it was full-time, might feel quite daunting. There is a sense that you only ever hear from people who haven't enjoyed it. And the people who have are the quieter ones. Who, mm. you know, oh, this is quite good. I got more done than I thought I would, kind of thing. Mm. Well, maybe we have to see it as an opportunity, don't we? For Hopefully this pandemic has shown more people that they can work successfully from home or from some somewhere else and not constantly being in an office with other people. So maybe this is a real opportunity to change the model of working. But that has to come from the people who are running the office. It does, right. but hopefully they've also been in the same situation and have probably found, oh, this is easier, I don't mm. have to get up at 4am to get that train into London, or, oh, I've got a bit of time now, I've dropped my kids off at school and I've still got time to, to make it to that first meeting. So, What about the practicalities? So how do we actually go back to the office? Is it, like, you know, going to Tesco now? Or a supermarket, and they've got that one-way system, and they've put loads of stickers on mm. the floors, and there seems to be a marshal, you know. So you, you go yeah. a certain way. Is that what we're going to have to do to but the office? Perhaps, maybe. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because you could um, put some sort of don't sit next to each other rule, so you could all be sat in an office separately from each other again. <laughs> you know, no, not sitting next to somebody. But the flip side of it, I suppose, is if you think about some of the people who have gone back to work certainly if you're or have never uh, been away so doctors and nurses you know work side by side even the footballers going back they're going to be close in each other's proximity all the time so once you go back does that mean you don't have to socially distance anymore uh, we are erring on the side of the political discussion about mm. testing kits and all that sort of thing, and we I don't think we should go down that route, even though that might become a part of going back to the office. 
and not having as many people there mm. for for a start. Yeah, you know. I think so. It's going to be it's going to be much fewer people, isn't it? Now I saw some survey results recently of that showed people, like you said, have felt more productive and more useful than they expected to working from home, but that they wanted more help with productivity and engagement. Oh, what do you think they meant by that? Well, the engagement one, I think, is an easier one to answer. I think that comes down to something we've spoken about in this very cupboard, and that is the visibility of a leader. Yeah. And so they've wanted, these people have worked from home, but they've still wanted to have been seen or mm. engaged with by their line managers, their senior leaders, the CEO, etc. And they haven't had that. The productivity side of thing, though, that's an interesting one. Mm. Yeah, I, I would have thought most people would actually be more productive without the distraction, but perhaps it's the opposite. Maybe they have more distraction. Maybe, but it, I wonder, they want more help with productivity. I wonder if it's something to do with those people who normally have someone arrange their day for them. Mm. So it's less hands-on. Yes. Yeah, I think I that is interesting, isn't it? You um, get a certain amount, don't you, when you see people day-to-day, face-to-face. You maybe talk about what you're having, what you're doing for that day or things that are really, I guess, required by their, their manager or their team. Maybe, surprisingly, more people need more help with structure. Yeah. The, the survey said that 25%, and, the, and these were HR professionals that mm. filled in the survey, 25% of the survey respondents told us that their people wanted better emotional support, clarity from their leaders, but tips to make working at home easier. Mm. It's almost like what we're doing is we're asking the people who run the company, our employers, we're asking them to also have a great knowledge of what it's like to work from home and how are we supposed to do this? Yeah. Is, is that fair? No, I don't think it's fair. I, th- I do feel like society as a whole, certainly in workplaces, people almost need every step being told they to need them. need their hands. They need their hands holding through this and maybe that's just the change aspect. You, you, you're helping someone through that. Yeah, it's, it's, that's really interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting one. It's only 25%, but it's still a significant it's mm. quarter. It's one in four people wanted that sort of thing. Yeah. Do you think you can use returning to the office as an opportunity then to change how you run your business? From a leadership perspective? Yeah, but also from a communications perspective. You would probably all got much more used to using collaborative tools um, of, you know, we've seen this massive uptake in Zoom calls and Teams calls and people getting really quite slick with it, new functionality coming in, people really now valuing saving things into the cloud and sharing documents and working on things together. Um, it'd be sad if all that disappeared, wouldn't it, just so they can go and sit back in an office together? I think it would be incredibly sad. I think if this has done anything... It has highlighted that there are tools out there that they didn't necessarily mm. think they needed or wanted while working in the office. And there's an argument for that. You know, if you're in close proximity, why would mm. you bother with certain communication tools? But you and I think they're just as valid. Slack and, and Teams are just as valid if you're working in an office as they are working exactly. elsewhere. Now, I, I think one of the big things for me is um, highlighting security. 
Yeah. And we've spoken about this before, but with people in a distributed workforce, as the Americans like to call it, which I quite like that, a distributed workforce, security has to be really on it. Mm. And if you're the boss, if you're running your company, I think this has been a period of, God, I've learned more about what you actually need to do to protect data from being read by anybody yeah. on a Zoom call or whatever. Be passwords, people not having zoom calls with passwords why would you do that or using personal accounts or using personal account. why would people do that but they've done that because no one told them any different yeah or well, they haven't read that it was different there's that side yeah so from a comms perspective then this we've probably all seen certainly with internal i'm sure it's similar with people you know b2b and to consumers lots of new channels pop up so organizations that might not have done town halls before or ceos didn't regularly communicate with their teams and i guess maybe more of a drive to have really visible leadership communications so it'd be sad for those to disappear as well wouldn't it if you return to work so is this an opportunity to really embed really good practice in communications at a lot of organizations yes it is and and i, I echo what you say it would be sad if you didn't take those small pieces of new knowledge or learning into back to the office into your new working practice mm. you've got to learn something from it if you if you go completely back to the old ways you used to do things then you've learned nothing from this yeah i agree yeah that'd be really sad yeah here's one for you why do we return to the office at all oh don't get me started <laughs>